We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our Gut Talk. Before we begin, we just wanted to let you know that there is a special secret announcement only for the pod fam at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. And that doesn't mean fast forward and don't listen to our episode. (laughs) But like, we really want you to hear this. So we're very excited. All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to Gut Talk. Hi, Jilly. Hello, Jenna. How are you? I'm magnificent. How are you? Why is that? Well, I just did acupuncture. I went to my favorite grocery store, Central Market. And explain a little bit. The acupuncture isn't traditional. No. It's with our friend, if you will. I would say she's our friend. Yeah. Lindsay, she's more than a friend. She's our acupuncturist and she practices five element acupuncture. We actually had her on the podcast if you're interested. Yeah. It really goes with like the meridians and your body and what you want. So like today I was looking for more direction, clarity in my life. And so she does put needles in points and it's not like she just leaves the needles that needles there and walks away. She puts them in and out and it's really supposed to like help release and connect and help you get to where you want to be. She helps a lot of clients with anxiety, depression, Uh emotional frustrations, whatever you want to call it. And if you're listening right now and you're like, well, this sounds like witchcraft, I hear you. Mm -hmm. I didn't fully understand or believe it until I did it myself. Now I go every two to three weeks and it's incredible. If you need something from me, call me right after acupuncture. Right. I can go in with a heavy chest, with brain fog, just feeling so overwhelmed and I walk out like everything's going to be okay. And it's- I'm going to find solutions. I'm going to be good. The future is bright mm-hmm. and it's all in a matter of an hour with her. Yeah, and obviously it's very much a luxury. You do not have to do this, but we love it. We love the way it makes us feel. I actually hadn't been in literally a year, so Jill goes more consistently, but, you know, had to cut costs in certain areas, and unfortunately that was one of them, but it felt good to do it again. Yeah, we're just, we're just entrepreneuring it up right yeah, now and we're sometimes just making it do with what we have there you go sometimes the, the budgets have to be slimmer exactly yeah. and I did make a budget for myself and I was like okay I'm spending too much money right yeah well aren't we all yeah well maybe not but like you and I right, right. <laughs> aren't we all and again this is not a paid ad this is really just you know we like to talk about the things that we do and how we heal our bodies and this is something no one ever really pointed us in the direction of Jenna only found Lindsay because she was looking for someone to help with back pain Mm -hmm. due to her curvy girl syndrome, a.k.a. scoliosis. Oh, my God. It's been so bad, you guys. It's it's been bad for you physically. It's been bad for me emotionally. And I get it because, like, (laughs) I – so this is – if you have back issues or you – bad back, whatever you're struggling with, scoliosis girlies unite – I was doing work on the couch, and our couch is a fluffy, scruffy do, <laughs> and it has no firmness. So it's not like I was sitting on a structured foundation, and it wrecked my back. I could not take a deep breath. I couldn't take a deep breath. 
And you might be sitting at home right now thinking to myself, thinking to yourself, well, duh, Jenna, working on a couch isn't great. Why did no one tell you that? We did. We all told her that multiple times. No one said it was going to affect my back. The pain, false statement. The pain of her back is due to her choices and her choices alone. Well, okay. I did it to myself. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, my back has been horrible. And so much so that when we were at ACL a few weeks ago, I, I truly could not take a deep breath. I felt horrible. I felt so off center, if you will. And if you have scoliosis, you know the feeling of just feeling like someone just needs to come and completely crack your back. And that wasn't happening to me. So then I went to go see the body mechanic in Austin because Jill had been, our friend had been, they've said such amazing things. And I swear to you guys, he cured me, not cured me, but he went so deep in my tissue and it was painful. It was a very deep tissue massage and he did cupping. He did lymphatic drainage. He did all the tools to really get out the kinks and level out, if you will, my back. I feel like a new human. And I stopped obviously working on the couch. Not true. Well, yesterday I was on it for a little bit longer, but I seriously sit at my desk so much more now. But having back issues, you know, sometimes it's not fun to just like sit straight up. That's what I feel. Well, anyway, I think this goes into a bigger theme and actually kind of the bigger theme of what we wanted to talk about today, which is the fact that you and I are so painfully out of our routines. Mm -hmm. We're so lost. I don't even know how to be found. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I am feeling my best, I'm at a 6 a.m. workout class. And that is because I like to feel like I'm ahead of the day. I like to feel like I'm in front of things, like I have the time to get ready without being rushed for work, that I can make my breakfast early, all of those things. And I believe my foot placed on the hardwood from my bed this morning around 817, (laughs) which is anxiety inducing to begin with. Now, I will say I feel extremely rested these days. But Jenna and I have to get back into routines because I think what ends up happening is when you're not in your your routine and maybe your routine is waking up at 8 a.m., but it, it's not for me for sure. And I don't know how it is for Jenna, but I think that then you end up sitting on the couch to work. You end up ordering your food for lunch instead of cooking it because it just like when you're not in a routine, I feel like laziness really creeps on in. I agree. And also just to say, Jill's not the type or has not lately been the type of person that if she goes to bed at 1130, you're not going to wake up and do your 6 a.m. workout because you're valuing what you feel is more important and that's sleep. But that comes down to being prepared the night before. So not going to bed at 1130 and hitting the sack around nine if you actually want to wake up at five. Yeah, no, I I do feel like I've taken a major step in my former collegiate athlete recovery program that apparently takes 10 years to recover from. I have finally, finally, finally acknowledged how important sleep is just because. (laughs) Thank you. I'm bowing, bowing. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I now understand how sleep deprived and zombie like I walked around for I don't know, seven years. Mm -hmm. So yes, I am unwilling to wake up for that 6 a.m. class if I'm not asleep by like 10-ish. But the problem is, is you and I have been just watching shows, actually just messing around. Messing around. Last night, we went through Jill's highlights on her 
personal Instagram and watched videos of Duke. For no reason. For no reason. And And I'm like, Jill, this is exactly what is wrong. And okay, not to say that you can't fool around and giggle and whatever, but if you do make the goal, which you did tell me on Sunday night that you're going to (laughs) wake up at 5.30 a.m. every single morning, you haven't done it once. And it's like... Last night, I was already like, oop, I'll try again next week. Right. No, but okay. So I think it comes down to that deeper issue. Not everything has to be a root cause, but... Yes, it does. Why is it? And I think it's because when you get out of a routine, you become very comfortable with the lackadaisical lifestyle. Okay, right. I didn't take my supplements this morning. Oh, that's okay. I'll take them tonight. I didn't wake up. I'll do it next week. Why? Because it takes a little bit of discipline to stay consistent. What? How long does it take to build a habit? What do they say these days? Like... 21 days or something, you have to repeatedly do something in order for you to feel good and and want to continue to do it. I mean... And starting is the hardest part. I feel like it's the most massive hill in front of me and I can't possibly begin to climb it because when's the last time I journaled? Three weeks ago. When's the last time I dry brushed or like did all my extra self-care things? Like when I'm in an awesome routine, it's like my phone is down. I've been literally TikToking my life away in my bed. Mm-hmm. And I tell myself it's market research. Right. Market <laughs> We're just trying to get better at TikTok over here. I haven't used my LED face mask, which I love, in about mm-hmm. a week and a half. Actually, I used it once at home. Joke's on me for literally packing it in my suitcase and using it once. Like, mm-hmm. shame on me. I just feel like I had this extensive routine that I absolutely love, but I've fallen so far out of it that I literally feel like it's perished. Yeah. Disappeared. I guess I'm sharing this on the pod today because I think that especially when you see creators, influencers, or whatever you want to call them, it's like, okay, they all have it together. And I know that when I used to follow other social media people and try to emulate them, they never really came out and said like what they were struggling with or like what wasn't going right. And so it just becomes these like unrealistic expectations and flat out like I couldn't be farther away from my routine. And honestly, like, can we talk it out? Because I don't know how to get back. I'm not going to pretend I have all the answers because I'm not the one that's in a routine right now either. But what I will say is being someone who was very strict on my routine, which I did enjoy to a certain extent, there's a certain level of self-care and self-worth that comes with consistently taking care of yourself, right? I heard this one quote on the Ed Milet show that I think I've mentioned once or twice here a few years ago, and it was this husband and wife trainer. I think they trained on The Biggest Loser. And they said something, they go, what builds confidence in yourself is keeping the promises that you make to yourself. Have you heard me say that before? Are you serious? Yeah. You say it a billion times. I'm kind of asking our friends who are listening, but slightly you. Sure. You keep the promises you make to yourself. I'm with you. So what does that mean? When you set a goal for yourself, you have to follow through. No, Jenna, that's problem one. I'm making no promises to myself. I feel great because... It's not like I'm sitting here being like, okay, in the morning, I'm going to do, 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 and do. I'm going to sleep like, (laughs) If you were, say, like one of my clients and I'm talking to you, I'm like, just pick one thing. It's obviously not waking up at 530 because that doesn't seem doable right now. No, but that's the thing. It's so doable. 
all I have to do is get my butt in bed by a certain time. I literally go, I said, I was like, on Monday night, I'm like, I will be in bed at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. rolls around. We're halfway through a Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode. It's a lack of discipline. Yeah. It's me turning to Jenna and saying, Jenna, I promised myself I'd be in bed at 9 p.m. Off I go. Instead, I'm like, what's what's 9.30? And then I think I ended up going to bed at 11.30 Monday night. Maybe instead of the goal being wake up at 5.30 a.m., it's go to bed at 9 p.m. Like, you're, you're missing that step. Yes, yeah, we're in agreement there. I don't know. I think sometimes you have to well, push so- through the uncomfortableness. Again, we're all going to have different things that make us feel good, that light us up, that make us feel like we're in a routine. For me, it's waking up in the morning, grabbing making myself tea, drinking water with electrolytes, taking my supplements. Like that's what makes me feel good. But that also does start with, okay, what happens before that? That's going to bed eight hours for eight hours. Like I know I need because on Wild Health told me I needed eight hours and six minutes of sleep every night. But it's getting sleep so that you feel that you can now attack the day. No, for sure. I think for me, the reality is, is I have a full-time job Mm -hmm. and this gut talk is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And if I wake up and have my tea in the morning and take my supplements, I feel an overwhelming amount of anxiety because I don't have the luxury of just waking up and being calm in the morning like I have to I think ideally for me it would be like wake up get a 6 a.m workout done walk doodle for like 30 minutes in the morning and then get ready and attack the day Mm -hmm. but I know that like putting myself in the position to attack the day makes me feel really good okay so I think I figured it out I think you're right I have to set the goal that kicks off everything else right and I all my other goals I think are failing because I'm not preparing properly. Mm -hmm. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down the things I want to accomplish every morning, you know, like the five to nine before you're nine Mm -hmm. to five. But I'm going to stop you real quick and make sure like, does that genuinely feel good? I know you're in your softer era. No, it feels fantastic. Okay. Jenna, there's nothing I love more than like getting shit done. I'm not built to be slow. I need eight hours of sleep. I'm totally acknowledging that. But I'm not built to be like whimsical and like relaxed and like that aesthetic you see on TikTok that's like mornings, slow mornings. That gives me more anxiety than anything else. I'm just saying that because I know in the past you felt overwhelmed from trying to do too much. Like hit that 5 a.m. workout, go all day at your job, come home, do some stuff with me. Like, because I feel- can't do the stuff with you at night. I need it in the morning. I, I need the 5 to 9 before the 9 to 5. And I think the reality is, is that it doesn't matter if it makes me overwhelmed or not. This is my life right now. I can't cancel anything out. All I can do is prepare which I think means that I just need to go to bed early, which I don't think you like to hear because you want to be watching shows with no, you at night. because what do we preach is understanding what truly is working for your body. I think this right now is not working for me at all. It makes I, you more anxious and stressed because you don't have your shit together. This morning, I had to listen to the Superhuman app while mm-hmm. I got ready for work because I'm like, I cannot believe that... 8.15, I'm usually working. And I'm literally putting my toes on the hardwood at 8.15. Right. 
Right. That gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think I was burnt out before when I was doing my five to nine before the nine to five because I wasn't prepared. Mm. I didn't have a plan. Mm -hmm. The plan is being in bed by nine, right? Mm -hmm. But then also when I wake up in the morning, I actually saw someone recently take an Excel sheet and literally schedule out every 15 minutes. Wow. And I think that's the only way that you get things done. I don't know. I'm very much in this human design era. What does that mean? Go check out Jenna Zoe if you really want to dive into it more. But it's basically we all have human design types. There's generator, manifesting generator, projector. I'm a projector. Sure. You're like, I think you're a generator or a manifesting generator. So we all have different speeds that we want to go at. Right. Right. So yes, for as for me, it might be a little bit slower. You, you might want to attack it. I'm also a Capricorn. And you're a Capricorn. So that doesn't. And, and and no, I absolutely do see what you're saying. I'm just in the place of, I'm personally in this place of, and, and sometimes you can use these types of things as an excuse, right? Like, oh, I have to move slower because this is my sign and this is my human design. It's what's telling me. No, like sometimes you have to like know what's best for you and do the things that's best for you. But How do you really know, like, what are the true signs that you know that this is actually what is best for you? That anxiousness you feel when you feel like you're behind? Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I'm 28 years old and financial stability is extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not working these two jobs, I'm not financially where I want to be. Right. So being slow in the morning, I equate to, like, not getting my shit done. That equates to, like, not moving forward in our business and the company I work for. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that makes me more anxious than the idea of living paycheck to paycheck. Right. So I think, you know, I'm, I hope that while you guys are listening to this, it's like, okay, are you Jenna? Are you trying to figure out? We're so different. I mean, like, are you trying to figure out how to flow? Because I think for you, a struggle for you recently has been like, living this, uh, I don't want to say slow, what would you call it? Soft girl era. A soft lifestyle. But also, like, I need you to be extremely productive right. and crank shit out. I know enough now about our relationship and the way that you are versus I am. Like, I want you running into brick walls. But I don't think running into brick walls is for everybody. Because what, what happens saying. when you run into a brick wall? No, but... Okay. You crash. No, that's not the point at all. I think if you're like in the business world, like running into a brick wall is like meaning like being able to do whatever you need to do in order to get the job done. I just think that we are all trying to keep up with an incredibly fast paced lifestyle that actually doesn't work with a lot of people because look at us as a society, burnt out, hormonal issues, digestive issues, emotional issues. And my point is... You have to find what works for you while also accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. So if if soft girl era means less productivity, should you actually be in your soft girl era? Or are you someone who goes way too hard and you're like, I could do better by slowing down a little bit. And by slowing down, I've actually welcomed more things into my life because I'm actually a little bit more aligned with who I am and how I actually operate without the voices and society and everyone getting in my brain and telling me what I should be doing to be successful, which is typically, and I don't want to sound like I'm this ultra feminist who, 
you know, is girl power. I am totally girl power, but I'm like, it's catering a lot to the men. As far as like the way men are built. With the ability to just go, 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 go. We have cycles. We talked about this on episode 62 with Taylor Burke. Cycle syncing, living, eating, exercising in the different phases because our energy levels are different at different times as our cycles. So like, I think she said luteal phase where you have more energy, like you want, and don't quote me on this because I'm blanking, but it could be luteal. You want to get, 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 get all your shit done. And that's when you're most productive. Whereas menstruation, you're a little bit more slow, lethargic, and you want to cater more to your body and what your needs are. Right. And I work in an all-male company if and I was like, hey guys, my production's going to be lower this right, week because I'm on my cycle. They'd be like, hey Joe, screw off. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Get your shit done. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's this like balance of like, I mean, this is why you're the like healer of the two of us. And Mm -hmm. this is why you're a nutritional therapy practitioner. And Mm -hmm. I'm not is because like, I can only adopt so much of that. Right. You know? And but hear me out. There's a certain aspect of this where it's like, yes, what I just said, you can be like, oh, I need to take things slower, which is fantastic. Good. You're listening to your body. But you can't neglect that like you missed taking your supplements and you didn't drink the tea that makes you feel every good good every day because you were too busy like taking things slower. Like there's a certain amount of discipline that you need to have to accomplish your goals, especially if they're health goals where if you want to get more sleep and feel better about yourself, you do need to be going to sleep at a certain time because or else you're not going to get your eight hours. Yeah, no, I mean, I think... Or if you're neglecting to drink water because... You're running and you're too crazed. It's like, what are you prioritizing here? Money's a good thing to prioritize. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you and I run a business together. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to accomplish our business needs in your soft girl era, era, I kind of have to shut up. Right. Whether I agree with it or not, which has taken me such a long time to get to. Like you and I created a schedule for you mm-hmm. that starts at nine. And I'm time blocking. Yes, because <laughs> while I'm like, everything's like, how efficient can I do this? How do I do this better? Like, how do I shave off this time? Jenna has a, a little bit more of a uh, whimsical approach. Why do you keep saying whimsical? Uh, what, what word would you like? Soft? Uh, I thought soft would be kind of disrespectful in that sense. More of a, a go with the flow approach. A flow. She has a flow. And sometimes I'm like, F your flow, Jenna. Right. I, no, which I get. Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, I, I hope that this isn't too confusing to follow. I think that it's really difficult to find what works for you uh-huh. and balance efficiency and getting things done and being productive with, with also the way that works for you in your mental. I also think that oftentimes people like to portray themselves as knowing exactly what everyone should be doing, what they themselves should be doing. And I don't really think that's reality. Sometimes we look at health influencers or influencers in general and see like they have all of their shit together, right? Mm -hmm. They do this at this time. They have this amount of money. They're able to do this and that. And their routines look so beautiful. And it's like, That's not the case with everyone. Well, I think a great example is recently on Mari Llewellyn, Mm -hmm. her podcast, she Mm -hmm. had KK Fit on. Yes. And and this is is a very interesting example. Have we talked about this on the podcast? No, I don't think so. So, okay, this is interesting. You can listen, one, listen to the episode. I'd recommend it. But two, if you look, KK Fit, there are these twins, uh, Kat and Kendra. 
And I followed them for years. And they were these girls who would go bulk and then cut, bulk and cut. And they have over well over a million Instagram followers. And they would put out all of these bulking and cutting uh, guides. guides. And they're Gymshark athletes and all these things. And I'd watch them over the years, bulk, cut, bulk, cut, which is like, you know, when you add more calories and you get bulkier and then you cut down and you become extremely chiseled. About, I think like a year ago, and again, listen for details, but she basically, I can't remember which twin, honestly, it's really hard for me to tell them apart, I which cat basically had a mental breakdown and was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And they've completely 180 their content because they had to completely start stop weightlifting. Mm-hmm. And I think the other twin kind of followed along a few months later, but she like ended up having all of these mental health issues all of these physical issues. She was getting injured a lot. I mean, there was so much to it. And so that's just my point of like these influencers that had everything together on social media, Mm -hmm. but because they weren't actually following what their bodies actually needed, it caught up to them. And, And it caught up to them and they had to navigate it in front of over a million people. There's a lot of power in what you're saying, Jenna, in truly following who you are. And part of it is like, I am a first child. Mm-hmm. I am a Capricorn, which I don't know that much about signs, but I do know a lot <laughs> about Capricorns. And we're like very money motivated, very type A, extremely focused on what our goal is. We're goal oriented. We're productivity based. And for instance, Peyton Sarden is an influencer I follow. And she's also a Capricorn. And she's very similar to me in like the way that we like to get things done. And so that is why when I enter more into a softer era, I get anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, okay, I'm going to prioritize my sleep, but I'm also going to kind of go back to like what makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, as long as I am fueling my body and getting the rest and taking the time to meditate and taking care of my mental health, I really do think if I can transfer back into a stricter five to nine, I think it's going to really benefit me. Mm -hmm. I think if you followed me in the steps I'm gonna take then you'd probably hate it right no I would probably and again when I used to work my corporate job and also try to start with fit Jenny from the blog and I was in nutritional therapy school I had my routines down to a freaking t And do I believe that routines can help us feel better? Making sure you're drinking water in the morning, making sure you're drinking your warm water with tea, whatever it is, taking your supplements, can that help us and improve our health and whatever we're trying to accomplish? Absolutely. But you have to take a good look in the mirror and say, what actually do I need? What do I need from today? What do I need in this moment of my life? Listening to yourself can be a very difficult thing. And when someone told me that before, I've done a lot of this quote unquote work of just continuously practicing and listening to myself, I was like, I don't even know what I need, right? But I think it's looking back what like what we're saying and understanding what truly makes you feel good. Whatever that is, keep doing it, but do it consistently. Because if you're all over the place and you don't have anything set for yourself and you're not keeping the promises that you made to yourself, I think you're letting yourself down. Yeah. And what does that do? That makes you say, I'll do it next week. I'm going to throw this one out. I feel shitty about myself. I'm going to go eat extra drunk food, if you will, because, which time and place, you lack this zest and lust for life and wanting to continuously take care of yourself, which can translate to other areas of your life, 
How are you doing in your job? How are you, how are your relationships with your people? You know how we say it's all encompassing. Your relationship with yourself is going to impact everything other relationship that you have. And that comes with being consistent with taking care of yourself and what feels good to you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So with that being said, I think we're going to do a little series on Instagram slash TikTok of just getting back into the routines and the consistency that make us feel that good. make us feel good. Yeah. And speaking of feeling good, I'm in the process of getting my shit together. Mm-hmm. And we put a update on Instagram, but I think it's only right that we discuss it on pod mm-hmm. as well. So if you want, feel free to ask me how I feel. <laughs> How do you feel? Jenna, I feel so much better. Thank you for asking. And and let let me just tell you more. So my issues before were a lot of nausea and indigestion, like Mm -hmm. every day. I was starting to vomit again, which was like OG Jill problems. And my acne was not good at all. And with that just comes a ton of issues, right? You can confirm my acne is almost gone. Yeah. No nausea. No indigestion. But the one thing, too, that has been a byproduct of this that, if I'm being truthful, I'm thrilled about, is I've lost weight. Mm -hmm. I've lost inches. Mm -hmm. All my clothes fit me so much better. Not to brag, but some of my shorts are actually a little loose. And I feel like my body is, like, functioning at a higher level. Mm. Like, I just feel like I've dropped that extra weight. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. One thing we didn't just mention is the fact that you have to be able to feel good to want to take care of yourself too. Yes. And I think that's a critical part that we left out is if you don't feel good, your stomach hurts, you have low energy, why are you going to want to be consistent in your routines? No, for sure. Anyway, what got you to want to take that next step of, okay, I really need to get my shit together? Being sick and tired of being sick and tired like I just was so exhausted by like not feeling good and not feeling good and not being confident in my body leads to poor mental health for me and Mm -hmm. I just wasn't confident in myself and that it's just you know it's like one thing after the other it's just this slippery slope spiral downward Mm -hmm. now I feel like my taste buds have changed which is this is something we've talked about before is like once you so I've been cooking almost all my meals at home. And if the opportunity presents itself to go out to eat, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to make a good choice, but I'm not super restricting myself. But I would say I'm cooking, I'm back to cooking like 90% of my meals at home, focusing on getting enough protein, especially in the morning, loading Mm -hmm. up in the morning. I really feel like a lot of my cravings are gone. Okay. Will you tell us right now the top three things that you think has made such a difference between where you were at and where you are now. Yeah, I'm going to leave out the supplementation. I mean, you gave me supplements that I've been taking every day, and I know that those are having an effect, but those aren't things that you could do at home. So I'd say one is cooking meals that are Mm protein-based, so that way I'm getting full, and not. number two is not snacking that much, but not snacking comes from having really fulfilling meals. Mm -hmm. And third, I would say, is constantly asking myself, is this decision going to benefit me? So for instance, oh gosh, I'm really craving that chocolate croissant in the glass box in the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I could just get it. Like, Mm -hmm. what's one? But for me, what's one becomes two becomes 10. And I think to myself, does this help me 
feel my best. And she's gluten-free right now, by the way. Can I have four? Yeah. Because if three is at constantly asking myself that, and it's not in a toxic way, mm-hmm. I'm fully able to eat the croissant if I want to. Right. I want to feel good so badly that I don't want that croissant as much. And four is being gluten-free. I mean, that has made me feel what so much three? better. Three was asking myself. Oh. Two, wait, now I'm forgetting what I'm saying. One is cooking my meals protein lead. Yeah. Two is not snacking. Uh-huh. Three is constantly asking myself the question of does this help me? Uh-huh. And four is gluten-free. Four, wait, can I have a fifth? Actually, yeah. getting better options. I Make this two. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is so confusing. But one of the biggest keys for me has been giving myself quote unquote, healthier treats that keeps me on track. Mm -hmm. When I go so healthy that like my dessert or my treat is like raspberries, I'm going to quote unquote cheat. Mm -hmm. So like finding, like having a small handful of like chocolate chips at the end of the night as a sweet treat Mm -hmm. or getting like Siete's version that has no bad oils Mm -hmm. for some chips. And I don't want chips that much, but sometimes when I make like a turkey Caesar wrap, I have some chips with it. And I feel like having those fun things that don't completely deter you from your goals, that helps me stay on track. So have some chips a day or two a week. Have some chocolate chips at the end of the night. But when you're filling yourself with fuel, protein-based fuel, protein, carbon, fat, handshake emojis, if you know, you know from Instagram, all of that together has like created the perfect combination for me. And I need all of those things, like protein, not snacking, constantly like editing myself. Do I need to be doing this? Is this good for me? Okay, I might drink on Saturday. What are the pros and cons? The pros are I need to let loose and have fun. The cons are, is it great for me? No. You know what? Okay, I'm going to drink, but I'm not going to have as many drinks as I maybe normally would have a year ago. And I'm also going to make sure like I eat before and I'm going to make sure that I have a ranch water versus like a super sugary frozen margarita. Mm -hmm. And I don't think of the five things I just listed, I don't think that I could do them without one of those. Being gluten-free, having good treats on hand, leading with protein, not snacking, and constantly asking myself like, does this match my goals? Those five things have truly made this very easy for me i haven't really struggled much at all so what you're saying too is that your nutrition has been a massive part of how you feel yeah and i eat the same meals over and over again sometimes but then i'll switch it up when i get bored and then that transitions to our big announcement jill it's time you get your shit together jenna and i are launching at the end of november dates to come a four-week program where we help you get your shit together. Mm-hmm. We will be meeting with you on video, mm-hmm. channel to be determined, mm-hmm. with a group where for 90 minutes each week, we are sharing all of our secrets. There's going to be tons of take-homes, meaning like things we're literally giving you, whether it's recipes or how to grocery shop. I mean, we're giving you every single cheat code we have for you to get your shit together four-week program. It's going to be so exciting. We're definitely going to limit the capacity because we do not want it to be too big. And then also what it gets you is like a lifetime of special engagement with us. 
We're going to create our own community that is no one who doesn't go to the Get Your Shit Together program will be allowed to join. And it's going to be a space for you guys to help each other. We feel like every question we get asked on social media is, how do I start? Where do I start? A practitioner, I'm not ready for that. Or it's way too expensive. Like, I wish there was something in between. This is your in-between. And we are freaking pumped for it. Woohoo! So you heard it here first, folks. We're not announcing it yet on social media. Only for the pod fam. But we will have a lot more information on Instagram and on TikTok. And it will end up being on our website so you can sign up. So stay tuned. We're so excited. And we can't wait to tell you more. Yay! And that concludes this episode. I'm glad we had this candid conversation about just how we can improve going forward, listening to ourselves and getting back into routines. We're definitely going to share more about that and how that makes us feel on TikTok and Instagram. If you don't follow us, follow us there at Gut Talk Girls. Always feel free to DM us and we'll see you next week with a fun episode with a guest. Love ya. See ya. Bye.